With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Geekish Cast, episode 22. What do you mean there's a new Star Trek? So let me. I'm gonna draw you back a few years. When oh, sorry, I jumped ahead. No, 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 it's it's fine. I I actually appreciate <laughs> the uh, stream of consciousness you're bringing to it. Um, when you first found out there was gonna be a new Star Trek television series, what were your thoughts? Oh, uh, I was excited because we would no. have well, Star Trek. Yeah, and I'm talking about next generation. I'm not talking yes. about now. Yeah. If you're asking me, was I one of the people that was pissed because it wasn't Kirk, Spock, and McCoy? I was not one of those people. In fact, I was pissed at the pissed people. Bravo. I was like, I was like, shut up. Gene is doing it, and it's new Star Trek. Will you shut up? And then as we started learning little bits and pieces that. It was a new crew 80 years in the future, and you know, Kirk, Spock, and McCoy were on, which made all the sense in the I was savvy enough. Well, I was in my 20s. I'd had a master's in theater and, and directing by then, and I was working in news. I mean, I was savvy enough to know that the original cast were not going to do TV again, and that they were too, that they were still too active to be recast. That wasn't going to work. So the best thing of all, the best of all worlds they did was. Keep the same, you know, the universe and the timeline. Just go ahead, eighty years, look back toward them, have references back, but build on and find ways in the background and in the technology and all that to uh, the politics to uh, make it eighty years in the future. And I, I want to take the, a and moment. And nothing but the years going by has shown what it, because that's really the original Star Trek was what was the core idea that got popular. But when they did Next Generation with that kind of a format. That is what opened up Star Trek to being, you know, today the cinematic universe that it became. Well, that's, know, that's, that's why I was going to take a moment and say yeah. is like at the time a huge universe where multiple things take place in the same yes. universe. Yes, hadn't happened yet. Had not been done. Right. That yeah. was the paradigm that kind of broke open and exploded everybody's brain. And I think it took a while to for that that dimension of it to sink in. But when they, you know, DS Nine and Voyager. And even Enterprise were all parts of that. So I, yeah. Um, and then of course, the, it was there all along. We didn't think of it that way with the the mirror, you know, the goatee mirror universe. But you know, the alternate things like the Klingon war universe from yesterday's Enterprise, and just all the multiple, you know, parallels is only about quantum universes. Right. Um, but uh, anytime, you know, anytime Voyager would bop into something, you know, different, or people would do a reset button, but. Even ahead of the J.J. movies, the idea that it wasn't just this huge sandbox with all these corners not yet dug into, 
but there's different layers of sandboxes, you know, and you, you're going to jump up to the one above or the one below or the one two two sandboxes above in the same place, but a different sand, you know. So that's why I that's the way I think of the parallel universes is stacked sandboxes. But but so the people that get all up, so I like there's ways to have freedom of storytelling in that, but still honor the canon and all that. And these people that they get all weirded out or f- terrified as, as creatives that, oh my god, I do Star Trek, but I can't deal with that 700 plus hours of canon around my neck. I just go, really? Just, you know, have a, hire an advisor and go, go right. I, I just, I don't get that. And the, at, but then turn around and the same people who scream and yell about, you know, like, especially the, the Enterprise people. Who is Star Trek is about going forward, not back. Well, I always wanted that time frame. I wanted that was one of the things I first said would be a great time to tell stories in because people weren't all perfect and they didn't know everything yet. They didn't have technology to save their ass every week, and they'd have to, you know, we'd see them learning and growing. And I was all for that. And the bottom line, when the people would say that bit about Star Trek's about going forward, it's like, well, you know, last time I checked, uh, the twenty one sixties are in the future. <laughs> well, last time I looked, yeah. Well, yeah, that's, anyway. that's actually one of the things that... A little bit of rant. Sorry. No, no, no. You're fine, dudes. Don't mm-hmm. worry about that, because um, I'll, I'll do that on occasion myself. I, I actually hope they would go back pre-TOS, to get inside baseball terms, but pre-the original series, when they were done with uh, Next Gen, Deep Space Nine, and Voyager, I was kind of hoping they would go back into mm-hmm. time, or I was hoping they would go 500 years in the future. Leave a big gap somewhere. I, I well, you know, the trouble with with jumping that far ahead mm-hmm. is in real society, and then in like television technology, how do you how do you define five really five hundred? Like really, how are you going to envision that? And then in your little intellectual playground, <laughs> and then how do you make that real for an oh, audience sure. and for and for guys and gals that have to. Have a budget and put a TV show out every. Oh week. no, and I what does that translate? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, there was twenty years between TOS and TNG, and you couldn't, excuse me, you couldn't help but have some difference in television production technology and like materials and miniaturization, and then halfway through the Berman era, you know, CGI coming in and kind of liberating your storytelling. You know, why is Voyager always so pristine when it's supposed to look should look like shit? Well, it's because they have a model and. If they muck it up, they have to go repaint it, and <laughs> you know they're not going to touch that model. So I've I've heard about your Portal Forty Seven. What is that? Well, well, thanks for asking. Um, <laughs> no, really, I I have had for years. I've had so many people over the years go, you know, because I'm a I'm a word guy, and then I like my documentary and some other things. I, I've been on camera more and more, uh, or being a, becoming a media guy. And I have my I have my, my theater background as well as my journalism, and I have wanted for years to do something different. I've, I'm sick of people looking at not sick, but I mean people have said to me so many times over the years, "Gosh, Larry, with all this kind of unique, you know, people have worked on the show, people have been authors, people have you know done this and that and the other, but you really kind of like a, a really a crossroads kind of unique front row view on a lot of things and memories and the stuff you have and the people you know." Um, it's too bad you like don't have a business with that, you know. And that's it's been kind of especially as the the world's changed, you know. And our big things have gone away in favor of the internet. And, oh sure. Uh, you know, 
and everything has to be digital and has to be fast and has to be quick and it has to be uh, well it's uh, it's got to be the internet kid we're not paying for that anymore <laughs> you know? right it's got there's got to be a new paradigm out there but what the, you know who's writing the manual on this stuff so after several years and and finding a really good uh, entrepreneur coach I I launched just recently uh, what I finally called Portal 47, which hopefully doesn't scream Star Trek out to you unless you kind of get it. Well, you have to know the inside joke, yeah. Yeah, the 47s, which is, you know, (laughs) what you know what that is. It's the most common random number in the universe, thanks to Occidental College and then Joe Minoski and then, bang, it's part of Star Trek. Um, And I finally sat down and put together a a monthly package where – I just wanted to take a lot of uh, images and audio and video, you know, to be mundane about it, but also the people and the voices, both my own and people that worked on the shows that you're never going to hear at a convention, you're never going to see them interviewed anywhere, but have tons of stories and insights, you know, uh, from crew people, the stand-ins, the stunt doubles, the actual stage crew people, the assistants, the stand-ins. Uh, and a lot of the designers and staff, um, some of the actors maybe, but I'm really wanting – a lot of them you still see at conventions and here, and I'm really trying to bring – basically, it's for the it's for, it's for for new fans and it's for old fans. But I'm really thinking about the people, the bored fans or the people who are just maybe feeling like they're just getting by on the same old, same old. And you know, even though we've got a new movie coming and we've got the streaming series coming in 2017, you can never not – I mean the, – the, 50 years of the Prime shows are not going to go away, and people are still going to love them. And there is so much out there, and, and to be really blunt about it, a lot of the people that worked on those uh, are not going to be with us much longer. It, it, it's bad enough that almost all the original series people are gone, but it's starting to go that way with the other one. So I'm just trying to use my own kind of you know unique position here. And to do that, and maybe on a way where um, you know I can actually put some food on my table, but where even in a big group – and I'm doing this as a, a lot of the online features are through um, different than, than like a podcaster would do, so we can have more people involved. Um, but yeah, kind of have a mini con all year long for people, no matter where they are. And a lot of people are feeling isolated. So I just I've just tried to make it a, a package that appeals to a lot of people. So hopefully, so like for the price of you know a couple of movie tickets a month, um, you can you can just take your I say it's your insider guide to savvier fandom if you're a Trek fan. So that's – I've been excited to finally, after years of thinking about it and developing and getting it out there and, and launched last fall and have 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 got a startup bunch. But as we get into con season and as things pick up this – you know, the 50th – the big 5 oh, sure. this year, yeah. um, getting that out to more people. So um, – uh, and then, and then also in the package of things, there's things that relate to. There's discounts for the trunk. I'm going to start a day tour called Trekland Tours here in LA. Um, that's one of the two live components because one of the appeals of this is it doesn't depend on you being, you know, proximate nearby. Right. I want this to be global. I want to have European guys where we do stuff in the afternoon when we're on our telebriefings uh, together. But um, I did want to have some live. You know, touch points, and one of them is if you happen to be in LA, I will we'll we will put together a program called the Trekland Tours that I'm going to put a price on, and then the Portal 47 people have like you know like half off. But the other thing is when you're in, um, if I'm at a convention near you or some event, and you're there, and let me know, 
whether it's you know Vegas and we have you know twenty or thirty or forty people, or it's out, it's you know in Des Moines and there's one person. Uh, we'll get together and you know uh, there'll be a, a drink and snacks at least on me or maybe more depending on the amount of people. But we'll have live meetups, you know, wherever I wherever my schedule is taking me around the country or around the world. Um, and you know, and and it's a thing in evolution too. So anyway, that's it. That's Portal Forty Seven. Like I said, it's it's. I'm just saying it's your insider's guide to savvy fandom. And I really don't think anything like this exists in any franchise or pop culture, much less in Star Trek. So no, it sounds um, it sounds excellent. It's it's the baby it's the baby steps, and I'm going to keep evolving it and tweaking it, and and getting feedback from our you know from our deep divers, <laughs> our our portales. Uh, all the time, so um, yeah. So I, like I said, come, come, you know, come through the portal with us and and take a deep dive into Trek that you've never that you've never experienced before. Um, uh, but all the features are there at, at portal47.net, and there's a Facebook page there that'll take you there too. But uh, the main page is that. And and again, we just got it started. Um, the the shakedown cruise is is very much ongoing, and everybody that's in already is enjoying it and. Hopefully the word will get out, and um, we'll have some people take a chance on it. There's a there's a three month trial, or you can go ahead and get in for a year, and um, and you can see all about that there. Sounds good. Okay, Larry, yeah. thank you very much, um, and thank you for joining us tonight. I do appreciate yeah. it. All right, guys, I want to thank Larry for joining us this week. Remember, you can catch his website at larrynemichek.com. Check out his projects at Enterprise in Space and Portal Forty Seven. Also, if you get a chance, help out his uh, film that he's making called The Con of Wrath. If you want to find our work on the internet, check us out at geekishcast.com, on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekishcast, and our handle on Twitter is at thegeekishcast. Thank you, everybody. Have a good weekend. I'll see you Monday. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.